been doing your own movies for a couple years. Ramping up now. I read uh, you're going to spend about $400 million on four movies that are coming out this year, okay. give or take. You can never believe what you read. Sometimes. Um, Um, you know, what, what we're really focused on is how do we push the creative boundaries um, and doing shows that uh, bring people together, are exciting, polarize people. Hey guys, this is Pat here with a word from one of this week's sponsors. I want to tell you about the book Dark Psychology by Dr. Charles Whitford. So this just came out and a lot of people are comparing it, saying it's like, you know, the new 48 Laws of Power. I don't read much nonfiction, but I was blown away by this book. It's not hyperbole to say it completely transformed the way I look at business and also relationships. Uh, you need to read this book if you're a business owner, a content creator, or if you're just trying to, you know, slither around on the apps. If you want to get ahead in life, you've got to read Dark Psychology. So you might be familiar with Dr. Charles Whitford from recent appearances on the Rogan podcast, on Andrew Huberman's podcast. This guy's the real deal. He studied psychology at Stanford. He was in private practice uh, for a number of years. He's consulted on all the dating apps that are probably on your phone. He really, really understands human behavior. Sold at any major bookstore, but I know you guys like to make your lives easier. So if you're in North America, just go to drcharleswhitford.com. Use promo code LOYAL15 at checkout for 15% off the hardcover. That is L-O-Y-A-L-1-5 at checkout. Uh, if you don't have this in your home library, I don't know what to say. You're not based and you're leaving money on the table. So go check it out. All right, here's the episode. Oh shit, we're recording. Oh no. Oh my God, dude. Don't say anything too it. crazy. <laughs> well, the wheels are in motion. All right, welcome back to How Original, the only podcast solely devoted to Netflix original movies. Where we crack Lacroix on Mike. We're so loyal to the to the game. We're I can't so believe loyal. how loyal we are. Well, I would never a, watch Amazon. There's a formula. People expect it, you know. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to talk about the movie Cam from 2018 in this episode. And I want to come clean. I did mistakenly post an Instagram story saying Cam 2019 is up oh. next. So I'm sure people are going to have a field day on our subreddit. Any little thing, people just <sighs> jump down my throat right away. You know, this is. Yeah. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> Rookie move, man. Rookie yeah. move. The wrong year. I'm so Come stupid. On, dude. Stupid. <laughs> Don't worry. I've I've flagellated myself enough over that. I'm ready to move on. <laughs> I flagellated before I came here. <laughs> I'm flagellating right now. Uh this is probably gonna be the horniest episode we've done because this movie is all about cam girls. Hey man, you don't know my style. You don't know what gets me off. <laughs> Uh, real quick up top before we move into Netflix news. You ever whack off to a camp girl? Mm, I think every guy has like ha has at some point in their I career haven't. stumbled on a wow. Okay. No. You haven't. No. Not at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean you must... I've Okay, so I remember one time where I was with friends and we were still too young to get into bars, so we were just like on chat roulette one night trying to find girls to right. expose themselves, which I mean look. It's kind of like you accomplish your goal, but at what cost? Because the amount of time you invest to find the girl who's going to take her top off and then immediately like close the chat. Yeah. Like you will get to that point, but yeah. it's not a worthwhile payoff. Right. It kind of makes you reconsider like that was a lot of effort for something very fleeting. 
that's true because you could bypass all of that very easily these days right <laughs> yes <laughs> but isn't it sweeter when the buildup is so huge and you've parasocially like developed this connection with mm. this girl well i'd argue it's not really that parasocial because it happens lightning quick right it's right, like right. a car crash it's over before you even understand what's happening so <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. I guess people still go on chat roulette and shit. I think a lot of the appeal of the camp... Well, I've watched some documentaries on, like... Um, I forget what it was. There's, I think it was a Netflix documentary. I think Hot Girls Wanted maybe did, oh, yeah, yeah. did some stuff on, like... Shout out to Hot Girls Wanted. Yo, big shout did you out. Ever, sorry, did you ever watch the series that they made yes, from Hot yes. Girls Wanted? I watched, yeah. I watched all the content. Yeah, yeah. go on. Um, I think they had a, uh, a thing that they were doing on Hot Girls Wanted where they... We're talking about cam culture and how, like, I don't know, it's very similar to how it was portrayed in this film. Like, mm. these all these guys, you know, develop these sort of, like, weird online relationships with these girls. And, like, right. they become friendly mm. and they DM. And so it just becomes this thing of, like, well, you're, it's like you're seeing a friend naked at that point. Like, right. the fan interaction, I think, is the big appeal for a lot of people, right? The interactivity. Yeah, I, I think society is going in a good direction. I don't oh, yeah. see a problem with any of this. No, no. <laughs> uh, did you ever watch the episode of Hot Girls Wanted where I think the idea was just like dating apps in general. Mm. And they're profiling this guy who lives in Las Vegas who's like a total fuckboy. Yeah. And he's just like hooking up with all these girls and not like not talking back to them. And there's a part where I think he's like, I don't know, he's driving like an Audi A4 or maybe <laughs> A6 on the highway. And it's just like staring into the horizon. <laughs> After he's been talking about, like, it's just too easy to go out on these dates, and they just driving his car, staring into nothingness. <laughs> Until his gas runs out. And it's like, it, it was a weirdly poignant moment that I don't think was meant to stand out at all. But I'm like, damn. I think about that guy sometimes. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the original, so the original Hot Girls Wanted, like, the documentary, like, full-length movie, there was a guy who, if you remember, infamously said, every day a new girl turns 18. <laughs> and then, yeah. remember, he had, like, the big shitty house, and he got all the girls, like, fly out and stay with him while they, yeah. while they worked in porn. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Every day. So that girl. that guy was also in one of the episodes on Hot Girls Wanted. Do you right. remember yes, the guy wearing the hat that said, like, porn, porn and gold? And the then his dad's hat. like, I didn't raise you this way. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it's just who I am, dad. <laughs> Shout out to that guy. Hope everything's going well in hope, his world. I hope he's still rocking the porn merch. Yeah. <laughs> um, so digressing a little bit, I did have a piece of Netflix news I want to share with okay. you. Just when I thought there was going to be no news Whoa. this week. What's on the news? Um, Pat, tell us. So Netflix has had to make some cutbacks. And this week it announced it will be cutting back on the amount of original movies that it makes. Uh, Dude, are we going to be out of a job? <laughs> well, we still have like seven years of back catalog. <laughs> Dude, if Netflix never made another movie, we could still do hundreds of episodes of this pod. It's true. We would die of natural causes before or unnatural before we ever ran out of movies. <laughs> um, we would, yeah, we would create a suicide pact, I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they're cutting back and also combining restructuring number of departments, blah, blah, blah. Uh, one of the people departing is Lisa Nishimura, who helped the company develop stand-up comedy specials and original documentaries, and was responsible for smaller budget films, usually under 30 mil. Ian Brick, a, a VP in the film group, who developed the popular teen movie franchise, The Kissing Booth, oh. is also leaving. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. 
Uh, with so many films coming from Netflix, a lot of them disappear without notice, with many critics dismissing them as undercooked and undistinguished. Wow. <laughs> Will these cutbacks and restructurings lead Netflix to adopt a quality over quantity model? <laughs> Will we get more movies that are good rather than just sort of dot 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 there? <laughs> That's like, God of it, sassy. These are all great questions to be asking. It's very important to ask these sorts of yeah. questions. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I really have no insight as to how those questions will be answered, yes. but it is interesting to hear that after their worst uh, fiscal year ever, they mm. are starting to rethink, like, we need to slow this down a bit and be a bit more selective. That's pretty good, man. That's uh, that's good news, it sounds like. That's good news, I think, for us. Yeah, yeah no, for, for us, yeah. I don't know. There are probably some truly smooth brain individuals who are like, we need more. <laughs> we need more and even worse. Does this mean no more kissing booths? <laughs> you can kiss your booth goodbye. Yeah, nothing uh, confirmed about part four. I don't think there's ever a part four coming. Oh, man. Yeah. I got depressed the other day because I read on Wikipedia that there's probably not going to be a part four in the before series, the before sunrise, sunset, midnight, um, Linklater and Julie, oh, Julie Delpy yeah. and Ethan Hawke. Like, well, try to think of some ideas for a fourth. And apparently... Was there ever any indication that there would be a fourth? Or was it kind of originally envisioned as just a trilogy? It was in the talks, mm. and they were talking about inviting a fourth in. Okay. <laughs> Opening up that relationship. <laughs> yeah, but uh, uh, they couldn't come up with any, like, good ideas okay. that they wanted to follow through with. Well, yeah. I mean, the series has covered a lot of ground. It's... It's awesome, but I think it can stand as is with three. I just want to see. I don't. I don't even care, man. I just want to follow the lives of these two characters till the end of time for the next right in every in <laughs> ten year iterations. Well, that would be ten year installments. That would be something that's like never been done before. Mm -hmm. To just every decade put out a new movie featuring these characters with the the same performances. It would be awesome. I mean, Linklater is no. You know he's he's done that with Boyhood. You know he's done right, some, which I he's done I some ambitious seen. movies. Oh, you haven't seen Boyhood? Should I watch Boyhood? Uh, yeah, yeah, you could watch Boyhood. You know what? It was a little bit disappointing and a little bit overhyped. Mm. Um, but I guess it was impressive. You know, there's I don't think any other movie did what that movie did, right? Where it's oh, like okay. this narrative of this one kid, right? A you boy, know, if you will, this boy <laughs> who just grows up. And right. you just see him growing up. He just grows. He just grows. <laughs> okay. And he goes through a camp phase at one point and a uh, camp girl phase. Oh, uh, I thought you said a camp phase. Like oh. he goes to summer camp. Like, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> Lots of boys do. <laughs> um, and uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess you could argue that. Uh, I don't know. Like it works just as well when you find actors to fit the ages, right? The various ages in the points of a life that you're trying to depict on screen. But you know, it was cool that it was just the same guy who just grew yeah. up. No, that's uh, <laughs> it's a pretty unique premise. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of kids growing up, uh, you were mentioning that you recently had to chaperone a school dance. Yes, correct? I did. Yeah. Okay, I want to get your vibe report because you were texting me that the uh, music selection was all like throwback stuff, like what we would have heard at it, school. Dances. It was literally all throwback so stuff. So they were not playing any like mumble rap. Like, no yeet. No yeet. That drives me insane. They didn't put any yeet on. <laughs> Dude, I was I was ready with my Shazam app. I was ready. <laughs> I was on my music discovery shit. You know? I, was, I was ready for new stuff. And right. I, my heart was open. 
right to the new to the new new but you never heard the the whistle of a 42 doug song coming on there was no new <laughs> shit no man they played huh. like uh what do they play um they played uh like party in the usa like avril oh, lavigne um like soldier boy <laughs> like this kind of shit wow that <laughs> makes me think stuff that i heard in my school that days. makes me think of this past summer when i was camping with friends at uh cat lake we were beside a group of i don't know 20 21 year olds who uh were able to stay up much later and party a lot more than we were but we were surprised all the music from the campsite was like stuff that would have been big in like 2010 2011 mm. like they were playing kesha yeah and like oh there was some kesha they, yeah. they played avici's levels and I was like so drunk and so high around the campfire. I'm like, I'm going to live forever. <laughs> I'm like, I'm never going to die. I was like the judge at the end of Blood Meridian. <laughs> there anyway. are infinite levels. <laughs> yeah. Shouts out to levels. R.I.P. Avicii. Um, okay. So the music was not anything like cutting edge. It was all throwbacks. All stuff. throwbacks. Yeah. And would you say... You know, I think the Zoomer generation gets a lot of flack for like, oh, they don't know how to socialize or be present in the moment or whatever. Would you say it was fairly normal interactions or was everybody like shying on their phones and like wouldn't? So I think this is our OK Zoomer segment, <laughs> our newly christened OK Zoomer segment. Also, I want to say for the record, I'm 29 years old. I'm 28. Yeah. So we're we're trying to understand what's going on. <laughs> we're just trying to understand. <laughs> we have no idea. <laughs> okay zoomer so <laughs> so uh yeah actually they took their phones away at the door oh so it was like going on a rapper's tour bus like you had to put them in the ziploc like like you go to a dave Chappelle yeah, yeah. comedy show where he's about to be really transphobic yeah <laughs> they're like they're like george is gonna be trying out some new bits on mic tonight <laughs> dude uh yeah, so they didn't have their phones. Okay. Um, it took a while for the party to like really get going. You of know? course, of course. And it was like still light out. <laughs> so Which it was a really like... weird vibe. It was like 6.30 when the dance started. That's always a weird vibe when it's like broad daylight outside still. Yeah, it was strange. Because yeah. like my, from my, I mean, for them, I guess they wouldn't have known because like they were inside this dark gym. Um, and at one point the vice principal came like before the dance started, like we were helping set up and she was like, I guess it's too dark. I think it's too dark. Mm. Um, she didn't want, she wanted the darkness level to be just mm. right. You when know? you're trying to sync up Plato's cave with the outside. <laughs> <laughs> she was trying to, I think she was trying to get it to a level where it was like, it's not so dark that students are just going to fuck on the dance floor. Right. I was going to say a happy medium where it's comfortable and sets kind of a mood, but not too much of a mood. Exactly. You don't want things to get wild. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and I guess my other question was going to be like, I mean, maybe you have no way of answering this. Was there any like visible intoxication? Like, do you think anybody was taking any drugs or like sneaking in drinks? I did have to like, go into the male washroom at one point to like tell a group of boys to like hurry it up i don't know what they were doing in their prior vaping in your face (laughs) (laughs) okay let me hit that (laughs) yeah you're like quality check okay it's good it's good (laughs) top grade you're like this is some dirt weed (laughs) this is brick weed um yeah, but I think it was pretty clean for the pretty I, I pretty a, under control. I think a few people may have um, gotten kicked out. I I, mm. I didn't quite see, but 
uh, no, yeah, I think it was pretty good, okay. good, clean fun out here. Yeah. Okay, and and how late did this go? Um, I think it, it was nine. I think okay, it's like nice. six thirty Tight nine time. Yeah, but yeah, it was weird because like it was like, about the length of a kissing booth too. About yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish there was a kissing booth at the time. <laughs> yeah, no kissing booth, eh? Yeah, man. Damn. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, for the kids, you know, it's like you go into an arcade. You don't know what time of day it is, right? Right. But yeah. for me, I had the vantage point of like, I was looking into the gym from the outside hallway. And I was like, uh, I was by the exit door as well. So I, I saw the bright sunshine outside and yeah. also these kids <laughs> dancing and like... what. What early 2000s song is there where it's like, I'm on the outside, I'm looking in? Is that a Stained song? Early 2000s. It's kind I'm of like almost grunge adjacent. I'm on the outside, I'm looking in. I'm the... Yeah, it's uh, it's by Stained. Okay. Anyway, very important that we figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you, uh, you have the knowledge of like, it's very early. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. I had a yeah a broader perspective. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my other question: uh, What were the fits like? Because you must mm. see a lot of these kids day in day out. Do they dress any differently for this? Was anybody in like a? <laughs> I'm imagining someone in the corner in a fully zipped up vape shark hoodie, <laughs> wearing like the Kanye like the, the mask, <laughs> the biggest INTJ, just like in the Kanye mask and the Batman's jacket. <laughs> <laughs> um it was a formal it was a seniors formal so everybody oh, was like wearing yeah. suits and dresses oh and gotcha stuff. yeah sorry i was misunderstanding this as just like a random dance so they don't really have dance this was like the first dance for like 10 years at this school apparently Whoa. yeah yeah this is uh <laughs> what happened 10 years ago oh dude <laughs> the school is still haunted by these events it was too dark <laughs> <laughs> yeah they they made the mistake of like it'd be too dark yeah <laughs> It was like the blood rave scene from Blade. It was too dark. <laughs> it was like the scene from Old Boy where it's like the flickering hallway. <laughs> Damn. Well, I'm glad it was a fairly clean, fairly well-moderated event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, good, clean fun, man. It was just... And wait, was that Thursday or Friday? That was um, a Thursday. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Was that like so? Kids didn't go too buck wild. Hopefully, some kids. Uh, my uh, this this my coworker was um, supervising with beside me, and then I saw her t- having like a very serious conversation with one of the students. And uh, later, and later on, she told me like, yeah, you know what she asked me? She was like, "Can I borrow your phone so that I can call some people over and have a party at my house instead?" <laughs> That's very funny. <laughs> but that's like, she wants to be in the dance yes. until the second it's time to go. Exactly. So she doesn't ever want to leave. This person is terrified of being alone. I think so. <laughs> I think so. But yeah, I would imagine there are some like after parties. Yeah, 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 yeah. You didn't go to any of the soon after parties? <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't invited. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Again. You're just loudly going around talking about like, I've got the best weed. I only smoke exotic. <laughs> got all these bottles of Hennessy. What am I going to do tonight? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, definitely for the best. You didn't go to any student party. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. It is long term for the best. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I'm sure you find this too. Even a lot of like, bars you go to it's like i'm way too old to be here no or like i'm noticeably older than a lot of the general population here me and amanda went to uh campus sfu campus the other day we were just like going for a walk but it was like middle of the day so it was like 
during class time and shit um because we were on spring break mm. and uh, we went and we went to see the new student union building that they were that they had been working on for like a really long time because SFU has no like student life so they're building this right I don't know this student hangout spot this new like I don't know study kind yeah. of hub and like um and and we're like yeah let's go check that out like let's see what our uh you know our student taxes were <laughs> yeah paying for while we were going to the school um and immediate as soon as we entered we felt so fucking old and just yeah. left immediately we're like, you left in shame yeah man <laughs> Uh, here's a trivia question for you. What was the name of the very first movie filmed at SFU? Uh, it was uh, Citizen Kane. Close. Okay. So it was originally supposed to be a film adaptation of A Brave New World. Whoa. But that fell through. So it's a movie that nobody has ever heard of called The Ground Star Conspiracy. Whoa. Wait, am I getting that right? It's definitely... Yeah, The Ground Star Conspiracy. Um, and I know this because I was, uh, researching this for an Instagram post for work the other day. The, what, what was it? The ground star conspiracy. Damn. And then through kind of up to the early two thousands, it was mostly TV filmed at SFU. So an Arnold movie, the sixth day they filmed a car chase at SFU, I believe in 99, although the movie came out in 2000. And that's when SFU kind of got the reputation as a difficult place to film. Oh. Uh, because it was a more extensive shoot that involved like more alterations to the campus than envisioned. Interesting. So it like disrupted student life a lot. And SFU has this clause with filming where they can deny a production if they think it'll represent the school badly. Oh. So they've turned away a lot of filmmakers. There are rumors this might be because somebody shot like a porno movie there at one point. What? I haven't really found anything to corroborate this claim. I think it's an urban legend. Uh -huh. But anyway, they're viewed as like much less uh, hospitable to filming compared to like UBC or something. Even though SFU, like I love the campus. Obviously it's great as like a military base, a lab, an yes. evil dystopia. Prison. Like, yeah, all these things. Um, but SFU recently, in the past few days, I believe, partnered with this group funded by the provincial government, which is like kind of an incubator for the arts. So mm. I think they're trying to get more filming done at the school. Mm. Um, anyway, that's Pat's, as if you deep dive damn um yeah i i would actually love to uh film something at sfu right what would you film a trailer you... for this podcast yeah. <laughs> a porno well i was gonna say not that i think i would well a porno yeah i i have some good ideas for a porno at sfu yeah uh how original Citizen... fuck a fan challenge <laughs> right us at how original plot at gmail.com impossible yeah <laughs> brackets emotional brackets impossible um citizen brain <laughs> hey let's get citizen Dude. brain at SFU. okay i i'm sure we've talked about this but we've never talked about it on mic do you remember the rumors so at sfu for the uninformed there's the academic quadrangle yeah. which is kind of like a big open green space and like a pathway and like a little pond yeah and you can access a lot of the interior classrooms and um, there's a sculpture that's shaped like an avocado yes. that's split into two parts that you can kind of stand inside. Rumors are that people would have sex inside it. Yes. I think that's all cap. There's no way you could comfortably do that with another person. But I think the fact that those rumors exist means that I think maybe it did start off as like mm. myth, but ever since the myth has been propagated, mm. I think people 
have tried to recreate the myth. True. You know what I mean? It's like after Columbine, they have all these school shootings. Mm, but imagine imitators. there was a imitators. Imagine yeah. it was just the myth of Columbine. People well, weren't sure if it was real or not. So you're just imitating the myth. I think people it's kind are of like imitating how, the myth. How news channels often don't want to cover teen suicide because right. it will inspire inspire imitators yeah yeah yeah. i mean arguably <laughs> better to fuck inside the sculpture than to commit teen suicide <laughs> probably <laughs> oh, better right, right uh if you're weighing those two options uh you know anyway uh <laughs> I'd what rather... was what was i gonna say oh one of my i don't think we'll do this but it would be fun to do some like man on the street type interviews with like a little lapel mic and uh-huh. ask people as they walk by like Have you questions fucked? about no 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 <laughs> about netflix <laughs> this is like pod stuff okay okay yeah yeah not how you fucked in the avocado uh, would you fuck in the avocado <laughs> i'm not sure i'm quite bold enough to ask complete strangers that yeah uh i think that would be a good way to get labeled a sex pest yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's like I see all this shit on Instagram, like the man on the street interviews. Like it's so invasive to go up to strangers and hope they'll give you like a good little quote. My buddy Nick was recently in a street interview. Whoa, what? They asked him about uh, tipflation. Oh, right. Yeah, you showed me that. <laughs> I yeah. showed you. Yeah. Yeah. He he was pretty calm and measured. He and didn't he, like. Well, go he was off. like, I went off, but they cut off all my stuff. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I was like, did you get super racist later on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And another thing. Uh, yeah, I was having that conversation with my friend Trenton uh, the other week because he was asking me, like, would you... We were just talking about this whole genre of content. And he's like, would you participate? And I'm like, I think I would kind of duck out of there. Like, I don't want to go viral. Like, yeah, I don't really have control over the final content or how it's, you it's want, framed. You want final cut. I, I might say something. <laughs> I don't know. I might say something that in the moment I think is fine. And then later I'm like, right, right. I shouldn't have said that. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the funniest man on the street interviews I've seen is this one guy and he's like asking hot girls in New York City what they do for a living and so many of the women just kind of look at him and then keep walking. <laughs> they don't even like dignify <laughs> I love that he leaves that in the videos. Do you think people have fucked against the Terry Fox statue at SFP? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure someone has. Right, right. Because people like put scarves around it in the winter and stuff. Yeah. What? <laughs> what if somebody put a cock sock on it? Yo, <laughs> my friend in elementary school, Max Ustagov, who uh, I've mentioned a few times. I've shouted out a oh, few no, times. The one who uh, got radicalized by being catfish. <laughs> yeah, who got catfish. <laughs> who uh, tried to coerce me to throw Molotov cocktails at night in a park. Again, I love that you said his full birth name on this. <laughs> Maybe we'll go back and bleep that out. <laughs> go on. Try to get me through a Molotov cocktails in a very flammable forest. Forests are pretty famous for being flammable, you know? <laughs> Wait, why why do you bring him up though? Cock so, Terry Fox. Uh he I just that just reminded me that uh he got in trouble once in elementary school for putting a <laughs> putting a condom over top of the bathroom faucet in the boys' washroom <laughs> in grade six. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Nice. And uh, yeah, they uh, the principal found out that he did it. Where do you know where he got the condom? As like a grade six kid. Actually, that's a great question. I don't. Did know. Did he like take it from his parents' place? Or... Maybe, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where he got it. I mean, I I guess there's no reason he couldn't have got it himself. I guess not. Like, 
I don't know. If you work at a grocery store, are you going to stop a grade six kid from buying a condom? <laughs> right, right. That, you want him to an, stay safe. What's worse? That's a grade interest. six, a grade six kid be having unprotected sex. That's I mean, an interesting ethical dilemma. <laughs> if we have any uh, grocery store workers out there, email us and let us know what you would do. Well, didn't you used to work at a grocery store? I did. Not, not as a cashier. Right. I mean, I wouldn't have given a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I would have sold cigarettes to like a kid in grade six. <laughs> actually i worked at a grocery store that specifically was like oh we're not gonna sell lotto tickets or cigarettes oh and i was like you guys are so fucking soy yeah what the fuck dude but then had like a store manager who uh maybe did some dicey dicey type stuff so right you right know. you guys fixed your bread prices too at one point <laughs> oh yeah that's another story yeah shout out to Loblaws. <laughs> that dude that's why i put money into uh forget what real estate investment trust is but anyway Loblaws is like their anchor tenant yeah i'm like these guys are fucking scumbags they will do anything to <laughs> get a bit more money they do not lose money <laughs> i believe in Loblaws. <laughs> again this is not financial advice i just like the stock the 48 Loblaws of power <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> yeah shout out to Loblaws. me and max used to go i used to uh go into <clears throat> superstore um the real Canadian superstore, and we would do a prank on people where we were kind of the original pranksters. <laughs> we were the original jackass, uh, where we would take a pack of condoms and put it into families' shopping carts. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so that like right as they're at the cash, at the cash till, and the when they're not looking, so that you know they're just unloading their supplies. Yeah, and they just come upon some condoms, and it's damn like, dude. That's a good bit. Yeah. That's have you have bit. you ever tried to be a writer for Impractical Joker? <laughs> I really think uh, you're built for pranks. <laughs> that is funny though. Like when you're really young, you think like, "Oh, it's so embarrassing to buy condoms. Like, what are people gonna say?" So yeah, nobody cares. No one cares. <laughs> I remember after he did that, he got in trouble with the principal. He put the condom over the faucet. Mm. And then uh, I remember... We There's all, a lot going on with this kid. Hey? We, we, yeah, we also got in trouble for climbing the roof of our school. Uh. Um, and I, the principal caught us doing that as well. And then um, I remember we were chilling at the, at the playground once. And then our principal was just like, I don't know, patrolling. And uh, he came up to us and he was like, hey, boys, how you doing? Like, uh, don't think about climbing that roof. Yeah. Um, but if you do or something like use a condom, like I remember, like, the joke was like, be safe about roof climbing. That's funny. And then he was, this was after you got in trouble for these two things. Yes. Yes. That's pretty yes. funny. It's like, that's pretty good. But like, it's a weird joke, dude. <laughs> but it's, it's bold, but I do like it. I, I respected it. It's I a good callback. It. Yeah, it is a good callback. Yeah. <laughs> uh, should we take a break and then come back and we'll, set up this movie yeah let's do it cam from 2018 i would never say it's from 2019 <laughs> shut the fuck off everyone <laughs> <laughs> i'm so mad we never get movie years right <laughs> all right all right folks we are back and uh <laughs> we're cracking Fresh cracking man. our seltzers seltzers are flowing hold on i'm just gonna go grab one very unprofessionally you keep talking on mic all right we can't have a second of dead air but you were going to tell me something yeah, yeah yeah i was gonna tell you what i was doing before this so before i came here actually i was a little bit late um uh me and it's okay we'll dock your pay accordingly <laughs> go on <laughs> 
<laughs> me and the fellas uh, went to the outlets to shop. And then afterwards, we went to the Roman baths to bathe. We went to the swimming pool. <laughs> I'm, I'm crab swirling. <laughs> I didn't know you followed up a day of shopping with the fellas with <laughs> bathing together. <laughs> dude we went to this pool in richmond and so for some reason in my head my dumb head my geographically fucking autistic <laughs> head i'm like yo richmond is like it's just a hip and a scop away i hop and a skip away from north van like i'll just drive right over turns out the it's two oh, areas that are famously close together turns out it's actually farther <laughs> it's um, actually further away than your home yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure yeah uh, so it was actually much farther than i anticipated to come to your place but mm. um, so you're freshly bathed though i'm freshly you're, you're glowing <laughs> yeah man i didn't even rinse off the chlorine after <laughs> that, that dewy glow of chlorine. <laughs> i just stepped right into my jeans like i barely toweled off because i was like running late oh see i would have bathed in my jeans yeah you know when you get raw denim and you have to go ocean soaking oh yeah <laughs> You put it into the dryer with some wash with some stones, <laughs> stone wash the jeans. Um, yeah, it was pretty sick. So the, it's this uh, newish pool in Richmond, um, and they have a cold plunge right next okay. to the hot tub. Oh hell yeah! So we were that Joe Rogan certified cold plunge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we were getting fully Roganed. Um, mm. The heat shot pro- proteins were flowing. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. It was sick and uh, they had a climbing wall as well okay i was about to rip the climbing wall but there were too many young children do around they it. let you climb to the top <laughs> jump back like into the cold plunge <laughs> no the cold plunge was not that close but mm. you can jump into like the medium temperature pool interesting yeah 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 okay so it had a climbing wall it had a climbing wall yeah yeah huh there are too many children and I didn't want to look sus, so I didn't right. I didn't try it, but you know. Right. <laughs> Just a big male bearded adult climbing Just like a climbing throwing wall. kids out of the way, <laughs> knocking them off the wall. I don't I didn't pick I didn't imagine that going well, you know? <laughs> yeah, it might have might have led to you being slightly embattled at the public climbing wall slash bathhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the Roman baths with the boys were nice though. That does sound dope. <laughs> uh so i've been wanting to go to japan for quite some time but i won't be allowed to go in the public baths because i have tattoos mm-hmm, mm-hmm. apparently they're still very strict about that yeah you're part of the mocha pot gang <laughs> yeah <laughs> the dreaded mocha pot gang <laughs> bringing a criminal element in the percolators <laughs> <laughs> that's okay i'll find like some hot springs or something yeah 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 japan won't beat me i'll figure out how to bathe <laughs> <laughs> come back from a two-week trip like i just couldn't bathe they didn't let me <laughs> my asshole is great <laughs> yeah from the bidets from the bidets the japanese bidets just looking around being like the okay, i'm just gonna do a quick bidet walk <laughs> <laughs> you can't stop me from doing this <laughs> um anyway yeah that was that was sick very relaxing yeah <laughs> That's good, man, that you uh, got your body and your mind right. I did, man. And then yeah. I, and then you had ordered sushi after. Yeah. Perfect timing. Yeah. We had some bulletproof coffees. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Joe Rogan brain pills. You know, we're off, we're off a triple stack of alpha brain. Heat shock proteins are flowing. Mercury is flowing through my veins. I, I haven't Omega-3 shocked, is flowing. I haven't shocked any proteins today, okay. unfortunately. But 
Okay. You know, maybe this week I'll get back in the gym. Yeah. I've been a bit sick and under the weather recently. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, okay. Cam, I want to start it off. Is this the hottest actress we've seen? <laughs> Madeline Brewer, <laughs> our protagonist. I don't know, man. Allow me to say respectfully, a wooga. <laughs> I, I was very into her. <laughs> I don't know, man. The M of the OMGs. <laughs> Oh, interesting. Still living rent-free in your mind. Ah, yeah, man. Can't, huh. Just can't kick it, you know? Yeah, I, I was a big fan of uh, Madeline Brewer, who plays our protagonist, Alice. Yeah. Who is a, I guess, successful but aspiring cam girl. Throughout the movie, there's a lot of reference to the ranks of these cam girls. Yeah. On a, I guess, particular unnamed platform. What was what was the freegirls.com or oh, something, wasn't no, it? No, it is named. It's like FGL, like Free Girls Live. Free Girls Live, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so that's the platform. Yeah. And she's very obsessed with climbing the ranks. And we see early on in the movie that her cam shows are like pretty creative. Yeah. Like her elaborate fake suicide. Right. Um, yeah, they're very involved. A lot of production value. Yeah. And the main conflict of this movie is that there's a doppelganger, it seems, who is stealing her audience. And we don't know. How did this person or thing come to be? What What's the intention? Uh, yeah, because she tries to, like, log into her account at one point, um, and she can't do it. She's, like, locked out of her account. And she sees that she's live, though. So And, and at first believes this is an old show that's somehow being broadcast on the platform, even though it would cease to be free girls live if they showed repeats. It would just be free girls. Free girls, yeah. Nobody wants that. They want free girls, <laughs> and they want them live. <laughs> but she finds out that this... This doppelganger has like autonomy and is not just doing old shows. Um, and also there's kind of an undercurrent of additional danger throughout the movie when it seems a couple of her more involved clients might be threatening her in real life and mm-hmm. might be kind of obsessed with her. Yes. Um, yeah, so yeah. that's the basic premise of the movie. Yeah. Um, directed by a guy who hasn't done anything else aside from this as his first movie. And then he did how to blow up a pipeline, Mm -hmm. uh, which is great from an SEO perspective when you have to look up like a (laughs) massive crime to find the the thing. Totally. Totally. (laughs) It's, uh, you know, after a long day of reading shoplifting from American apparel by Tao Lin, you can kick back with the movie, how to blow up a pipeline. (laughs) Wearing the Rubashka Unabomber hoodie. Yeah, you can really raise some, yeah, mm-hmm. some red flags. Um, and Madeline Brewer, I feel like I, she's been in other stuff. I was looking it up, like um, Handmaid's Tale mm. and various other things. I don't think I've seen her in anything else aside from this, but she's yeah. uh, she's a working actress. Yes, yes, uh, and yeah, like she, yeah, she was super good in this movie, like very this movie was very competent overall i would say like super i would say it was well acted like well shot like some of those uh yeah like good like tracking shots like you could tell you know a lot of those scenes took a lot of time to like plan out and like some of the takes ran fairly long yeah and i think so in the scenes where she's on cam she's kind of saying stuff to the screen and then we're seeing the comments in like the live chat populate and I think they did a good job of making that feel authentic. Yeah. And like all the comments and like even the emojis people were using seemed very believable. Yeah. Uh, I was laughing because they're like the craziest emojis you've ever seen. One was like 
a smiley face and then it grows like a huge boner yeah yeah and i'm like damn is this just what having an android phone is like <laughs> is it just <laughs> anytime i've looked at somebody's phone with an android it's like these are the most insane emojis <laughs> <laughs> i just use uh because i mostly use whatsapp so i don't right. i don't use like the text app very much so oh, okay yeah so that's kind of the wild west yeah i don't yeah. know what's going on there man. <laughs> unmoderated do all these emojis have boners because <laughs> apple has really cracked down they don't even give you the real gun emoji anymore it's yeah it's a squirt gun emoji yeah man thanks shouts out to apple for fixing gun violence definitely nobody <laughs> has ever been shot after that <laughs> Ever since Apple rolled out the squirt gun emoji and the pregnant man emoji, they really fixed everything in society. So. Right, right, right. Kids don't even know guns exist anymore. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> They're too busy vaping in the washrooms at school dances. <laughs> um, yeah, visually, this movie is quite good. Like, yeah. the environment that Alice has created to cam in is, like, very, like pink lit and she has like these big stuffed animals and like these statues and stuff my question for you is her room vaporwave i couldn't no, decide I, is it or isn't it i think it is because there Cause was the there statue was... as well that's like a vaporwave icon like right in a statue but also like right, right right but also like um her Just the the, like the music that was yeah was very vaporwave oh yes right um, so I think that's what they were shooting for. Right? I I think so too. And I was also going to say, have you heard of the phrase bisexual lighting? No. This is like a zoomer thing. Is it like uh, pink and blue? I was going to say the uh... pink and blue, which is used quite a bit in this movie. Right. Like Alice's room that she cams in is all just pink. But when she goes to like the clubhouse, which seems like a, you can rent space to like cam. The, uh, the Tate brothers were arrested for owning this clubhouse. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, there's like a lot of blue and pink lighting. Right, right. Which I'm not sure. I'm not sure the phrase bisexual lighting is the correct phrase for it because I would say just visually it looks like high contrast. So if a show has like neon elements, they're probably going to do this. I don't think it's necessarily, at least in this movie, meant to give you an insight into like these characters' sexuality or anything. Right, right. But what what do you think is the sexual orientation of our lighting right now that we're <laughs> potting under? <laughs> uh like interrogation when you just have one overhead light <laughs> uh yeah we're this just... is dom lighting <laughs> yeah every kitchen got the cock table <laughs> dude i'm so obsessed with the meme like every hotel got the cock chair like i was <laughs> going through have you seen this no dude you gotta look it up type in every hotel got the cock chair and it's like the weird disembodied chair at like the foot of the bed every hotel has. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, 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 for sure. It's infected my brain to the extent where I was uh, cropping some photos for social media of like a property that one of the agents I work with had sold. And I saw this like Eames lounger. And all I could think was like every townhouse got the cock lounger. <laughs> anyway uh what were we saying bisexual lighting yeah this movie is yeah kind of vaporwave or vaporwave adjacent i would say it's like yeah it's, it has an aesthetic it's also it is aesthetic i was wondering do you think Lacroix is vaporwave Ooh. any i don't think every flavor is but i think some of them kind of border on vaporwave art yeah now i will say fiji water is my understanding that's still the official beverage of vaporwave what really yeah look it up fiji water vaporwave okay 
And if you if you recall, the inside of the bottle usually uses like a gradient, oh. and then it has like the the blue gradient and the pink flower. Bisexual water, if you will. Bisexual <laughs> water. Um, yeah, I didn't pick up any Fiji for this recording session, but we do have some Hilden carbonated natural mineral water in a very heavy glass bottle. Right. So. And uh, we're we're sipping exotic. You're right. You know this is high quality stuff. Yeah, it's, it's British because it breaks down the the analysis of the molecules. How many HCO threes? <laughs> how many Cl? Yeah, if tubes. if any of you guys are waterheads, you would uh, get a hard on reading this label. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah. So I mean, yeah, really fucking good movie. Should we read some letterbox reviews and see what sure what yeah. the the brain trust has to say? <laughs> the the brain trust. Who can get into Letterbox first? <laughs> uh, okay, this one is three stars from Aaliyah. Not her jumping straight back into her bag. No therapy, no nothing. Double question mark. <laughs> Referring to the uh, the end of the movie. The end of the movie when Alice has seemingly vanquished this doppelganger and goes straight back to camming. Goes right back into <laughs> no it, yeah. therapy, no nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, are you reading from the most popular reviews or I the... scrolled deep? You scrolled deep into the, the most yeah. popular? Nice. Because I, I got mine from the recent reviews and I scrolled like 40 pages deep to find any good <laughs> ones. Um, here's one. Two stars. It just... <clears throat> just This one just says, Tetas. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. That, that gives me a lot to think about <laughs> uh can i read you kind of a crazy one yeah okay so this is a four-star review and i'm not quite sure if this is tongue-in-cheek maybe there's a joke here i'm missing maybe this person is just very soy you be the judge okay Dur not four stars watch may 29th 2020 for a tits and ass horror movie it is pretty great <laughs> exclamation point both tits and ass are a proper noun in that sentence. Wow. It was fun. Nice twist with attitude. It would seem to have more bite if it was directed by a woman. Since it was directed by a man, it makes me wonder which side of the gender opinion, proper noun, it falls. A man will never know what it is like to be a woman, no matter how sensitive he may be. LOL! Exclamation. <laughs> it goes on. A woman's story written by a man. It's very amusing. I quite enjoyed it, but I am a gender tone deaf, D-E-F, man. Tone deaf, Sam. Uh, I wonder what the female view of this movie is. I've heard one woman's view on it, and she loved it. A-N, she loved it. By someone, it may feel like an uh, ripoff of a very deep movie based, B-A-S-T-E, on an excellent twist for an ending. Check it out if you haven't. So, <laughs> wait. I think this person also definitely does not have English as their first language. Right. Yeah. So, their thing seems to be they enjoyed it, but they wish a woman had written it. And the, they're like a man and they're apologizing. Like Look, you don't have to apologize for being a man on Letterboxd, <laughs> despite what some of these commenters would have you believe. For sure. For sure. Stand strong in your manhood. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This guy's bending over backwards to apologize. Yeah, man. But of course, our review. So okay, so he liked it, but he yeah, he's, he just wonders what the the female. He, yeah, he he's curious. So ab- do you think about... this movie felt exploitative at all? Because I don't think it did. 
I thought that uh, definitely not. Ex- I wouldn't call it an exploitation movie. No, I think um, it was pretty uh, engaged with the whole cam world in a pretty uh, like sympathetic way. Yeah, it was fairly like objective. It seemed like and not judgmental for a while, but like presented an interesting perspective. I think like yeah, presented a nuanced perspective. Let's say, and I think in it. terms of like actually showing nudity there was restraint like there could right. have been a lot more there was enough to kind of get the point across like there were some the tatas sure yeah there were <laughs> there was some amount of tatas there was two stars worth of tatas yeah <laughs> one one star for each tata yeah but yeah it, like i mean i don't think the movie was like male gazy where it was just no. ogling these women totally, i think totally. i think it was tastefully done right um, right this guy is just wondering about lived experiences. He's saying the creator of this movie, this is not his lived experience. Right. You know, so does he have a right to this? I wonder if this guy has ever blown up a pipeline either. To this Maybe he's story. just a fraud. Right, right. Um, here's another one. Uh, she got that Owen Wilson nose job. One and a half stars. <laughs> also <laughs> referring to the end of the movie. Yes, when our protagonist ends up smashing her face uh, to get the... Well, we'll explain the plot a little more yeah, in a bit. We'll explain the twist. At Owen Wilson next job. <laughs> You'll never know Damn. when we're going to spoil this movie, but we will spoil we will. this movie. Rest assured. Yeah. <laughs> um, another one here. Three and a half stars. The scariest part was when she ate sushi like that. Yes, so I wrote in my notes. So there's a scene early in the movie where after Alice... Let's just jump into the plot. Yeah. So at first, the movie begins with Alice doing one of her cam shows. She's in the pink, debatably vaporwave room. She's engaging with her regulars. The bisexual room. Yeah, the bisexual room. Um, And we're seeing, you know, she's getting them to tip for doing certain things, like spanking her ass or whatever. It seems like she has quite a... um quite uh an involved fan base yeah. and quite a relationship built up with some of these people and then there's a new person in the room who is sending her very threatening messages kind of getting her to harm herself and at first you think oh she's just gonna kick this person but then she starts to engage with them and she kind of pulls out a knife saying like maybe i should do it right now seems to slit her throat blood goes everywhere people in the chat room are freaking out and then it's revealed it was all, it was a hoax. It, it was, was a, a prank. It was a bit. It was a classic impractical chokers bit <laughs> where you publicly suicide. Um, so, you know, it's revealed that she's actually fine. And the person sending these ominous threatening messages was one of her regulars just under a new account. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was all staged. It was a collaboration. and a collab. It was a collab. A supreme collab. It, it was a collab uh, that rivals the champion Rick Owens shorts I'm looking at right now. <laughs> what if I bought them in white and black? What if I had two pairs of these? <laughs> anyway, I digress. It's Just... interracial Rick Owens. <laughs> and then I cut them and sew them together so it's like half and half. Yes. It's like a cookie that's like half white, half you're, you're, chocolate right it's like leather face like i'm building yeah. i'm building a or uh i'm building a human suit buffalo bill i'm, I'm, I'm building a rick owens suit. <laughs> what if buff if buffalo bill had worn rick <laughs> things would have gone down a lot different anyway so alice is um skyping i guess or facetiming with this guy who 
look, not king shame, but this guy needs to get his fucking life together. Yeah, uh, yeah. he's like one of her devoted simps, is one it, of her loyalists. Is that Tinker? Is that his Tinker, name? Tinker. Yeah. yeah, I think his full name is like Tinker Boy as a screen name, but yeah. he's mostly referred to as Tinker. Yeah, and he's kind of like an overweight, like middle aged type guy. Right. Um, and she. <laughs> so tell me what you think of this scene. She gets an order of sushi, DoorDash, to the house where she seems to live alone. I'm not sure if she rents or owns, but you know she must make a decent amount of money from this whole camp thing well i think she actually we do know she has a conversation later with the mom of like i'm renting but i'm like trying to own yeah right? and she she's, orders like a five thousand dollar sofa seemingly at the drop of a hat yeah so it's like so she's making good money she had to make a couple bands by her lonely um <laughs> literally so okay she gets an order of sushi and then she does something that i've never seen anyone do in real life or in a movie she takes a piece of sushi with her hands, does not put it in soy sauce, and then eats half of the roll. Not the whole roll, just half of it. Okay, so that's the craziest part to me. Is the eating half, half the roll. Eating half the roll. Yeah. But if I was super hungry in a big rush, I could see like scooping up a piece with my hands and be like, ah, I need a piece right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done this move. I, yeah. I must admit, I've gotten some <laughs> Costco sushi before and yeah. uh, have just done the, uh, the hand yeah the hand eating um but uh actually you know that that's like you know sushi is made as a street food you know yeah so i I think actually when it was first created i think hand was the methodology of of ingesting sushi are are you spreading misinfo i don't think i am i I don't think i am i still haven't fact checked when you said (laughs) on like the first episode of this podcast cigarettes were invented for women i'm like okay (laughs) sushi was invented for chicks (laughs) and uh they used to eat it with their hands man they uh but like no soy sauce and then eating half of the roll it would disintegrate we just had sushi you can't eat half yeah no the what if i just ate all that sushi that we (laughs) ate with my hands bone Um, dry bone dry yeah um and then tinker says looks fancy about the order of takeout why do you say looks fancy that's a weird comment that is a weird comment yeah i guess every like she's living in kind of like anywhereville usa like we're not supposed to think she's in a major city or like a cultural hotspot at all but it's like you can get sushi fucking anywhere these days what do you mean fancy right or is he just such a simp that he'll fawn over everything she does that's a good question yeah yeah yeah. i mean do anywhere towns in anywhere usa have a lot of sushi options because we do here in vancouver and like la but like you know well my parents have said even in penticton oh yeah there's like one or two options that are decent yeah fair enough fair enough but if you're like like south dakota you know and uh mom if you're listening don't listen actually wait no this will come out before her birthday yeah mom stop listening I got her a pair of reusable chopsticks in addition to something else because I figured she should have like a nice set. Oh, nice. I got her the Black Ricks. Nice. (laughs) Dude, if I see my mom in a couple days and she's dressing Rick, I'm going to have some questions. (laughs) I feel like with so many of the things I've got from Grailed recently, I'm just eternally the meme that's like, they don't know I'm blank. Like the guy (laughs) standing in the corner at the party. (laughs) They don't know I'm wearing Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were telling me how you're trying to like, <laughs> you're fishing for compliments on your Gucci at work. <laughs> well, I, look, I wasn't fishing, but I'm like, I wonder if somebody's going to notice this. Then the next day I wore a shirt that's like very obviously Burberry and nobody noticed that either. <laughs> I'm like, fuck it, I give it off. <laughs>
<laughs> they don't know I'm having a quarter life crisis. <laughs> this is why you're quitting. <laughs> People won't notice your, the drip. People don't respect the drip. People don't respect that I'm wearing Nash Rick Owens. <laughs> Did people eat sushi Dude, with well, their you hands? That up, I saw this post on Reddit from like the Balenciaga subreddit that was suggested in my feed. And somebody was like, I'm going on a first date with somebody who's not that into fashion. Should I show up as a full Balenci demon or should I tone it down? <laughs> and then everybody in the comments was like, just be yourself, man. Dress however you like. It's like... This person should absolutely not trust their instincts. I mean, yeah, this is like that guy who uh, you told me about on the last episode. He was like, should I, like, I recommended a bunch of Lars von Trier yeah. movies to this <laughs> chick I was trying to fuck. Did I do something it's wrong? Like, or It's like, <laughs> I'm trying to be a... I'm, 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 yeah, <laughs> sometimes you should not trust your first instinct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To dress as a full Balenci demon. <laughs> Which makes me think of the Destroy Lonely song I was recommending a few episodes ago, If Looks Could Kill. Oh, yeah. Where he starts the song saying, baby, I'm the fashion demon. Dude, full Balenci <laughs> demon is my favorite Nicholas Winding Refn movie. <laughs> the Balenci demon. <laughs> I mean, I I would like to see Elle Fanning and head to toe Balenciaga. <laughs> anyway, I that's neither here nor there. I wouldn't say no. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> I googled, did people eat sushi with their hands? <laughs> so listen to this. Some Americans are surprised to learn that sushi is traditionally a finger food. Eat it Whoa. with one's hands. So she is just... Apologies to Alice. Dude, apologies to Alice, man. Like, uh, She's just respecting the tradition, man. She's, <laughs> she's more authentic than the Japanese. <laughs> See, I thought it was just because she has no father figure, but... <laughs> No, she's uh, she's authentic. Chopsticks aren't necessary when eating maki rolls or nigiri. Hmm. Raw fish at top rice. I mean, it is kind of fun to eat sushi just with your pants. However, but... it is fun. However, sashimi sliced raw fish is eaten with chopsticks. Mm, so don't go crazy. Good, so if she, if she took a, a slab of raw fish. Well, there's, I was going to say also later when she's eating like a steak dinner during one of her cam shows. Again, very elaborate production value and like a lot of creativity put into these things. Yeah. Uh, people are encouraging her, like, oh, just pick up the steak and eat it, which she eventually does. Oh, she does do that, yeah. Yeah. Dude, oh, what the fuck is this? Five sushi etiquette tips. Apparently, Whoa. this... Did we break all of them? Let's, right yeah, let's, let's see, actually. Let's see how many we broke. Five sushi etiquette tips. Number one, <clears throat> you will never drop your sushi piece in your soy sauce again. Uh, okay. That's just, that's <laughs> Wait, just... is that like saying how to avoid it or like a threat? Like, this will never happen again. This says uh that you should eat it with your hands so that you don't oh. drop it again <laughs> right on i mean we do have a couple pieces left i might i might handball those during our next break <laughs> uh this says you should um some people now use chopsticks because they think it's cleaner but in most japanese restaurants you wipe your hands with a hot towel first Ooh, love a hot towel so you need like a jerk off towel and uh <laughs> just go to town on those sushis man you wipe your hands with a stiff sock. So apparently the Japanese people do this. Um, open wide, you always eat Pause. sushi in one piece. So she did break the yes. cardinal sushi rule. It has to be in one piece. Definitely. Uh, ginger doesn't belong in your sushi, apparently. Mm. I always do ginger on the side. Yeah, yeah, same. Actually, that leftover ginger we have is looking real nice. Um, Putting wasabi in soy sauce, apparently, is not allowed. Mm. I don't fuck with wasabi whatsoever. Oh, you don't? Nah. Yeah. It just feels like you're getting punched in the nose. Yeah, 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 yeah. It cleans you up. It's man. not like 
like a lot of hot sauces where you can kind of appreciate like the nuance of the flavor. Yeah, yeah. It's just like that immediate, like, I shouldn't have put this in my body. At least for yes. me, maybe I'm weak. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, no, it's very, uh, yeah. I, I haven't broken through to the part where I enjoy it. Pungent. Um, the fifth one, you, do, you don't want to wish death upon your dinner partner. Wait, what? When you're not using your chopsticks, it is very important to not stick them vertically into the bowl of rice or soup. Um, in Japan, that's what's left at a funeral, a bowl of rice with two chopsticks standing mm. vertically in it. You could just leave your chopsticks on your bowl or a chopstick rest, but not crossed in any way. Mm. Also, don't rub your quality chopsticks together. This is only something you do with cheap wooden chopsticks. It's Which I did with the cheap wooden ones. We, we I, got. I was offended. I didn't yeah. want to say anything. <laughs> you almost left. I took offense. <laughs> After being late for your own pod. <laughs> <laughs> Showing up late and immediately clocking out. <laughs> Smelling like chlorine. After That's the that law laws work ethic. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, okay, well, let's actually take a break here, and, okay, uh, and then we'll, we'll come back. Get a bit deeper into the plot. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Because there is a, a lot to discuss here. Yes. Yeah. Um, all right, we're back. I wanted to start off with a question. Yes. Um, what would you do if you tried, if we tried to log into our anchor <laughs> Spotify for podcasters <laughs> account? And you're like, oh, weird, like can't log in. And then we, so we can't log into our account. And then Tuesday comes around and a new episode is released. <laughs> although we didn't record it. <laughs> At 1.13 a.m. on Tuesday morning. Uh, that would be pretty spooky, dude. Right? And it's two bros. Two <laughs> cool guys who's smart, cool, handsome boys. Talking who sound exactly nor- like us. Normal and chill stuff on grail.com. Actually, it'd be kind of awesome. Like we wouldn't have to work. It would be chill to automate it. it yeah, yeah, just automate the pod, man. <laughs> well, eventually we're going to get AI deepfakes to do this. Yeah. We're going to run every episode through a simulator. Yes. And then I'll spit out a complete episode. <laughs> It'll give us a complete episode of the Men's Rights Podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> That's a fun character. I think we should have that guy on Mike more. <laughs> I like my character in that skit. Just going, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah please please <laughs> not again <laughs> the uh the innocent bystander <laughs> well when we were also coming up with the idea for sh- the show i remember we were also sending back and forth voice notes pretending to be like low energy npr hosts mm, uh-huh. so we should do that as like a cold open one time right Hi. i think my guy was named like i'm william bedstar <laughs> <laughs> That was the voice I did. You just like fucking, you sound like that sad elephant from Sesame Street. <laughs> yeah. The depressed elephant. It's actually problematic to make fun of Netflix movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, we'll get some more mileage out of characters. All right. So uh, she's eating the sushi by hand, which we found out <laughs> is actually respectful and yes, good. Yes. Um, and then she hops off the call to get on a different call with a different simp so there's like a simp hierarchy here Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. there are levels to this game she hangs up and one thing which is foreshadowing tinker mentions oh i might have to move to get a new job like i'm unemployed i'm down bad i'm just whacking it on cam i might move soon uh so that's something that will come into play later right so she gets on a call with i believe barney is the other dude yeah Barnacle Bob. Barnacle Bob. <laughs> Sounds like a SpongeBob. I was character. gonna say. Well, he wants to see her bikini bottom. 
Can you blame it? Bars. Unwritten, folks. That was all off top. Damn. (laughs) You didn't cannabis style (laughs) pre write your freestyle. I'm bumbling my cue cards. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so this guy hops on on cam and is it at this point where he says like i want to see you in real life or is that a later chat i think that might be a later okay yeah anyway she's in the bath she's uh cleansing herself of all the fake prop blood yeah um but he's like her whale right yeah she calls him her whale because he like tips the most during the cam shows yes and as we learn later this guy is very deep into the whole community subculture he's He's, entrenched yeah uh yeah and at this point he seems kind of normal ish for what you would expect from like a whale at a cam show yeah um but yeah so what's the next scene we see that she has not a super close relationship with her mom like she hasn't said to her mom like this is what i'm doing for work yet her mom is a hairdresser yeah. and she's getting like or hair and nails what's happening mm. why why have i forgotten already yeah yeah she's getting her uh i think she's getting her hair done yes yeah, and her little brother is there she has told her little brother right it's kind of weird she shows him the scene of like this is me committing suicide like on cam as people are jerking off and he's like sick sick like, yeah, he's like can i just have a normal family please yeah for sure. it's like if we had a dad none of this would have happened <laughs> Yeah, do so. We never learn. Uh, we never see like any sort of dad, but she she lives in the same town cell as the mom uh, and the younger brother who still lives at home. Yeah, yeah. Because Alice is supposed to be like I don't know early twenties, like. Um, and she tells her mom that she's like a web designer or something. <laughs> like, yeah, some she, euphemism for like I work online in some capacity. What was the term that the guy who was the podcast producer used to lie about being a podcast producer? He's oh like, yeah. Oh, I work in uh, digital, digital strategy. Digital strategy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, we all work in digital strategy in one way or another. Um, <laughs> so. Yes, what else? We're learning also that she's very obsessed with the ranks on this website. I don't quite understand why she's so obsessed, but she's desperate to crack the top 50. I kind of love it. I love how she's just obsessed with, yeah, yeah. like, I gotta be number one. Like, I gotta wait. crack the top 50. Nobody else really seems to care that much, but she's like, no, the rank, the rank. Also, it's like, if you're number one, presumably you're making more money than somebody who's number 50, but it's like, you're not inherently making more money because of that, right? Like, there's no combo multiplier or do you get like i think it might maybe the ranks are based on monetary income right right perhaps perhaps or just like views viewership maybe a blended like viewership and how much you're tipped yeah 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 um how vaporwave your cash show is (laughs) well her her setup is way more vaporwave than the girl's number one who is uh known as baby yeah and alice is saying something to the effect of like oh baby doesn't even like really engage with people like she doesn't do it as well as i do yeah like, um which there's an interesting theory i found on reddit oh well i don't know should i share it now or later uh, later later yeah let's... later okay um what else she is also uh talking to another cam girl who's kind of a friend i i believe by the nickname fox yeah and they're debating the merits of like should we do a show together should we go to this like clubhouse where we can kind of like use space and like be in the same show and like 
presumably like use vibrators and shit on each other. Well, there's a particular vibrator. <laughs> That called, there is called the vibratron yes <laughs> and uh and so yeah so as a cam girl she has these like very strict rules for herself right so it's like rule number one I, is... I wrote them down okay tell us the rules uh let me click back into the tab away from the rick owens um <laughs> she explains the rules there are three rules uh she doesn't do public shows so i guess like wait what does that mean doesn't do public shows like it's a closed room that people have to pay to enter, maybe. Oh, I guess or something. So. Yeah, but okay. it's free girls' lives. Is that so what it is? Public shows or private shows? But she does do private stuff. Right, right. Uh, don't do public shows. Don't tell the people that you love them. Yeah. And don't fake the orgasms. Uh-huh. And I wrote in my notes that should be added on to the rule, all the rules in the kissing booth. <laughs> you you have those rules hanging in your in your den. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those... on the ceiling yeah. <laughs> taped to the ceiling <laughs> kissing booth rules yeah for sure, for sure. <laughs> so you know she she has kind of a code with which she conducts herself in the industry yeah yeah um yeah so she yeah she has some you know self-respect i guess uh but she is dropping so much in the ranks that i i think right at or one kind point of like plateauing plateauing yeah yeah, yeah. um you know, at, at some point, you you just plateau, right? Yeah. Like, you can't, you know, you got to start using HGH. You got to. Yeah. <laughs> she gets on cycle to be a better camper. <laughs> at, at some point, the protein, the creatine just stops yeah. working, you know? It's diminishing returns. And, uh, yeah. So she, um, uh, she uh plateaus and she decides okay fuck it i'll use the vibratron and everyone else keeps saying like this is sort of like the last resort thing that girls do it seems like which is like the vibratron is like apparently allegedly destroys your clit annihilates your clit right yeah um all the girls keep warning her if this friend is to be believed Mm -hmm. yeah and it's sort of like we are meant to believe like kind of against her her ethic ethics code right <laughs> right her honor samurai code although of wait girls. no because the friend fox is like oh i'm not doing the vibratron and alice is like i'll do it sure <laughs> well at, at first There's she's not like that much resistance to it at first she's like okay i won't do it but then mm. when she sees i think she's dropping in the ranks she's like right. fuck it i'll do it right um i believe is what happens i i think yeah yeah and then anyway the vibratron ends up being like the more tips that people tip the harder it vibrates or something something to that effect yeah and so at, at one point it gets to like an insane level and she seems to pass out has tipping culture gotten out of hand <laughs> <laughs> tipflation <laughs> she passes the ipad and it's like 20 percent, meh 25 percent, okay <laughs> place and yeah fuck that shit what if the more that you tip someone at the coffee shop what if they had a vibratron hooked up to them that so it's like there the are, more you tip the harder it vibrates there are a few baristas in my rotation <laughs> where I, I would be intrigued as to that kind of pay structure <laughs> <laughs> how many people do you think are, are just like popping in and one of the eight are just ripping an anal plug throughout, <laughs> well, throughout wait, their work day or inserting it like they've just got it going on it throughout the work day they just have an anal plug inserted how many people how many baristas do you think are are on this uh is on this, this like a like a chrome hearts <laughs> is it branded <laughs> is it a one-on-one because <laughs> <laughs> i would order it on grail right now i'll do it <laughs> i mean what the you know the dark side of the reddit has me believe is like mm. people are just you know 
I think that's e- everyone's out here with an with an anal plug. So I think what you're running into there, and I've perhaps seen some of these posts myself, what you're running into there is a selection bias where everyone <laughs> okay. who has an anal plug in throughout their job is going to post about it on Reddit. Right. But it's still not a very big population. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I got you, I got you. It's like where it's a minority of people doing this, but they're very outspoken about ah, it. I see, I yeah. see. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a vocal minority, if you will. Right. But right. listeners, you know, if, you, if you're listening to this podcast with an anal plug-in, uh, DM us at How Original Podcast <laughs> on Instagram or write us mail at HowOriginalPod at gmail.com. The Luxembourg listener is definitely plugged in. <laughs> <laughs> DM us if you're plugged in. Are you plugged in? <laughs> no, but are you plugged in? Uh, a friend of mine who also works in the teaching profession said that recently he... Teaching with a plug. I... Teaching with a plug in. No, but he recently caught students trying to sell butt plugs to other students. Whoa. Which is crazy because how deep does this uh, demographic run in oh. fucking high school. It oh. can't be that deep. I didn't know. I didn't think you were going to say demographic <laughs> after deep. No, no. I'm just thinking like in terms of demand. Right. Cause like, again, I don't know what's going on with the zoomers, but to me, that's okay. Zoomer. <laughs> yeah. To me, it's like, that's probably not something you're starting experimenting with like in high school. Yeah. It seems a little more advanced, but yeah, yeah, you know, maybe I'm old and out of touch and everybody's like, there goes old man Easton again. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Rambling about how not everyone has a butt plug. Yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. uh, Right. So she passes out. She passes out. And then right after that is uh, when her account is hacked by this doppelganger. And my pet theory is that (laughs) is this all a Vibratron dream? (laughs) I also saw that online because I I'm like, I'm curious what people make of this. So I searched Cam 2018 explained Reddit. Uh And some people are like, oh, maybe this is all like her hallucination or something. Off the Vibratron, which is insane and dumb. (laughs) To be honest, I think like any explanation of what happens in the plot later gets kind of insane. I think that's the worst explanation. Yeah. I, I don't believe it's meant to be read that way. It's certainly the dumbest one. But there's enough of like a moment of like did she die on that vibratron because later on we're meant to believe that like this could be her ghost yes right because this is you know this is labeled a horror movie yes and it does have creepy elements for sure i wouldn't i wouldn't wouldn't call it a horror sorry i want to backtrack so in one of the earlier scenes she believes that she's seen in a public space tinker following her oh yes which has been established by the time she goes to the clubhouse already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I just want to set that up as like a thread that will... Chekhov's gun. Yes, Chekhov's sim. Chekhov's butt plug. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, anyway, yeah, she is... <laughs> so much of this movie is just her calling IT. Yeah. Trying to recover her that account. That is the horror part when you're locked out of an account and oh, you yes. can't get back in. Dude, I, I logged myself out after a night of heavy drinking. The Ooh. next morning, I smoothed my brain completely and forgot like my work login <laughs> and report and report cards were due that Monday. <laughs> and I had to email the office being like, sorry, like I won't have the report cards done. I logged myself out of my account. Sorry, last night was mad real. <laughs> Sun coming up 5 a.m. Won't have report cards done. <laughs> did they have cabs still? No, they did not. <laughs> report cards are not being done. Thinking about that girl in all leopard. Anyway, we, we all know how song goes. Um, yeah, dude, I actually had an experience recently that was not quite cam level. Um, 
sorry, I'm reading work messages. Uh, yeah, not quite cam level, but I was out for groceries the other night and I had my wireless headphones. I'd put them both, I thought, in the same coat pocket. I went to pay. I was about a block away from the store when I got out with my groceries, reached in my pocket and I could only find one headphone. I'm like, oh, oh. no, what happened? Retraced my steps, couldn't find it anywhere on the street. When the store retraced my steps, nowhere to be seen. Went back the next day, talked to guest services. I'm like, hey, did anyone find a black headphone that looks exactly like this? They're like, nope, sorry. And then I couldn't log into the Jaybird Vista app on my phone for whatever reason, which should have been tracking the headphones. Had to uninstall and reinstall it. Oh, I'm back in, but now the he that headphone is no longer synced. Oh, still? Because oh. you need to sync it fresh when you delete and then install the app. Oh, shit. So if anyone in the lower Lonsdale neighborhood... <laughs> has found a right Jaybird Vista black headphone. That is mine. Uh, please email me. We'll come to some sort of agreement. <laughs> yeah. Damn. My thoughts and prayers, man. Which is frustrating. But honestly, like the volume in the left headphone has been kind of faded out for the past few months and I can't fix it. So it's like, it's it's time to get something new, I think. No, I don't think it is. <laughs> this is the John Fidei Ramsey of headphones, dude. You have to find this headphone. Well, it just drives me crazy like i i didn't go far i retraced all my steps yeah, man i want the security footage from that store we need to do a heist <laughs> dude i mean you know if you wanted my services you know <laughs> i am a bit of a benoit blanc detective myself i solved the scream six killer mystery oh well before the end so mm. you know <laughs> just saying just saying just mm. just a thought yeah i'm a bit um, of a pi now i'm just depressed because i remember that i only have one headphone oh man that sucks i've yeah. been walking around all weekend like an animal just yeah. one headphone in yeah 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 yeah, yeah. uh um, yeah being logged out is tough it's tough but yeah i mean she's making this call this very frantic call to tech support they're kind of bumbling and unsympathetic they're like i don't know restart your computer yeah <laughs> yeah they're just... truly an accurate depiction Completely of tech accurate. support yeah um I was going to say something else. Uh, yeah, and at first, she Alice believes that the shows she has seen with herself, quote-unquote, are reruns, but it becomes apparent that they're not reruns, and this is happening live somehow, and we don't really understand where or how, but strange things are afoot. Yeah. Stranger things, even. Some would say the strangest. <laughs> Too strange. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, uh, she's trying to get to the bottom of this mystery and, uh, to, well, in the course of doing this, there's a, we get this scene of her at her brother's birthday party. Yes. Um, and she, uh, I guess some of his friends find out that she's a cam girl. Yes. Right. And, um, are, I don't know, sort of giggling about it and laughing, and uh, there's a yeah, scuffle as, between... as Alice walks into the party, you kind of get a weird vibe where it's like people are giving her some knowing glances, people are a bit odd. Yeah, yeah. Um, she shows up late, I believe, fashionably late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Boys are tucking their boners in. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's a bit of a scuffle between the brother and the his friends at his birthday party because like stop beating off to my sister. Yeah, dude, they, it's not cool, guys. It was fine the first time, but they, the hundredth time, it's getting a bit old. <laughs> they keep watching yeah. the live stream, and it's like it's not I mean, her at this point. It's, no, no, it's the doppelganger. It's yeah. Um, 
I find doppelganger stories kind of fascinating. They're good. Yeah, they're good. Um, I was going to say, are you aware of Replica, spelled with a K? No, I'm not. So this is a chatbot. I saw some Instagram ads for it. The premise of these ads seem to be, this is AI you can talk to, but it'll be sexy the more you talk to it. Really? And I think it's like, oh, you can make it work. You can make her, quote unquote, wear different outfits. And it's like this little animation of a woman. Oh. So uh, deeply lonely guy stuff. Okay. Recently, uh, my friends brought to my attention, there's been a controversy with Replica where I believe in order to comply with the app stores, the developers took away like the sex chat function. I, I don't see why they do this if they weren't pressured by like Apple App Store being like, hey, you can't sell a sex app. You can only sell like a chat app. Right. And they're like, well, okay. And I think you can pay to like be a, I think there's a free version, probably like a loyalist version where you pay more and unlock it. Uh-huh. People on the replica subreddit were in shambles. They were like devastated. Like they had actually <laughs> lost like a real relationship. Oh, damn. This and is like, this is literally her, that movie. This her, is right? like Black Mirror, her, yeah. very bleak, very dystopian. But yeah. people were saying stuff like, you know, you can just tell that it's like not the same relationship I had with this thing before. And like, I was promised it could be this way. And it's like, yeah, well, I don't know. There have been a lot of relationships that uh, end not as they began. So welcome to the real world. Um, (laughs) Yeah. What? A woman told you something that it wasn't true in the end. Wow. That's shocking. Folks, this is the Men's Rights Podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. Ooh, ooh, ooh. No, 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 please, please. I, I, fuck, I need a soundboard. I want to like <laughs> hit an air horn and do like a car crashing noise. <laughs> uh, no, but it, it was kind of disturbing to see how many people had truly invested all this time and energy in speaking with something that they know is not real and yeah. it's just programmed, but they felt as if they had their own idiosyncratic relationships yeah. with it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, watching this movie kind of made me think of that because it's like the character of Tinker seems to know, we later learned that not all these girls are real. Some of it is like AI, I guess we're led to believe or yeah. deep fakes because so she figures anyway. Yeah. So her mom ends up finding out that she's a cam girl yes. and, and it's a whole thing. Her mom later on admits that she's like watched a lot of her shows and she's a That's... fan. She's a loyalist. <laughs> Dude, white parents. Yo, <laughs> I know, for sure. <laughs> they'll support you if you podcast. They'll support you if you can. They'll smoke weed with you. Uh, shouts out to white parents. Wild ass white Wild parents. Ass. <laughs> Wild ass white moms. Where were the parents? Walms. Yeah. <laughs> Where were the parents at? <laughs> yeah. Um, little Eric looks just like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they, uh, uh, yeah, so that, that happens. And then she figures out, yeah, through Tinker that like, and Tinker, we should say, has moved to this town seemingly to be close to Alice, even though he denies it. And he's living in like a flea bag motel yeah. type setup. Yeah. Um, yeah. Truly so, damn bad. And he yeah, he tells her that uh, he implies that these might be AI. And she sort of reaffirms that because um, uh, she finds out through some digging that baby, the number one cam girl that she's been competing against actually is dead right? yes has been dead for years and so or at least a little while right and so her likeness is still doing cam shows and somehow generating money which you would assume the company hosting is well for a live user taking cut of but maybe just taking all of the money that's seemingly donated to baby yeah yeah, yeah. and i sorry to jump in i found this reddit theory 
um, I have a theory that the AI for her, her being baby, was poor as it was developed earlier. And that's why she never responded to anyone in chat. Oh. Brackets, they mentioned and criticized the fact she barely interacts with her audience. Oh. And she doesn't reply when Lola slash Mr. Teapot tries to message her. That's a good So Lola theory, actually, has yeah. a new account as Mr. Teapot that she's trying to get to the bottom of this with. And I, I, I don't know if I personally believe that, but it is a good theory. That's a good theory, yeah. And we should say, spoiler, it's kind of unexplained. We don't really know what the fuck has happened, even by the end of this movie, except that Alice has deleted this account, so now nobody can access it. The doppelganger can't be under her account, yeah. and she just gets back in her bag, no therapy, no nothing, just raw dog reality. Well, what does she do is she gets she creates a new account and a different vaporwave setup now everyone's blue yeah <laughs> not bisexual any longer she sees both sides like chanel <laughs> <laughs> she only sees one side now but she is using a wig now so she learned her lesson that like uh you know maybe i should protect my identity like a little right. bit better so if i want to continue this as a profession and she does <laughs> yes so she meets tinker irl and he's uh kind of a creep but kind of harmless and then one part of the movie that didn't really make sense to me so she goes on an actual irl date with barnacle bob barnacle bob now barnacle robert is the premise of this date that he is paying her a lot of money to even meet up which i would assume is the premise that he is going to pay her in exchange for sex or is it understood that it's just going to be a dinner I didn't quite get that part. I think, well, based this is all based on my hot girls wanted knowledge. Right, right. Um, I think a lot of those guys are just happy, like having dinner and stuff, right? Yes. I, I think it's all this. It it's this fantasy, right? It's just yeah. Um, and they get to see them. You know, the more that they interact, even just mm. like having dinner IRL, like this is a real person. Mm. And I'm like, and when her tatas come out, yeah, um, it's that much more like you mm. know, uh, weighty right mm. you know that moment is you know, has a much more emotional sort of resonance because they know them as a person right Right. but i've also i've also heard a counter theory that the reason a lot of girls get into porn in the first place is so they can go on to escort oh yeah and yeah. like drive traffic that way i'm, I'm sure that happens Which, too but it doesn't seem like yeah, she okay. is, would be doing that right so i think a lot of cam girls just go on like well no no stuff, okay right? yeah um i also don't get how she's kind of apprehensive and mistrusting of tinker but somehow agrees to meet up with this guy that she really doesn't know all that well i think because so how has she decided this guy is safe yeah. is he being because he's mentioned going on dates with like other cam girls right are we to assume that this community kind of bets the guys and is known to her like okay this could be a safe guy to go out with. well she sought him out because she knew that he was subscribed to um uh baby, baby. oh so okay. she was right, just right. using him to get information about mm, baby and that's how right. she got baby's like uh, uh what do you, the, her, the hometown oh, that she was in and information yes, yes. about baby right? oh, okay yeah so um but also he wasn't like super creepy to her either well whereas, not initially not initially whereas tinker was right tinker yeah. was like fucking following her and stuff right yes yeah. but it turns out that uh barnacle bob is not a safe guy yeah either he like chokes her out um, well in the bathroom right he or like puts her in a choke yeah hole. yeah because she flees into the bathroom and then he ends up entering the women's washroom and kind of like dragging her out because he realizes that she is live on the yes. cam at that moment and so and he's like how is this happening so he assumes that like 
uh, Alice, the real Alice, is not Alice because his Alice is on Cam, which is funny, right? Because it's like, do you think that's his assumption, or is he just saying like, how is this happening? Like, maybe it's just how is this happening? But I, I kind of like the reading of like, Mm. well, the real Alice is online, so you must be a fraud. Right? It's like the one online must by default be the real person. Yeah, yeah. Huh? Right? I don't know. I mean, I think that it does fit into the theme of this movie of like, you know, well, uh, who you are, like to these men, it's this whole fantasy that they've created right. with you um, just through your cam girl persona and you've developed these relationships, right? Right. And so he has this relationship with the cam girl, but he doesn't have this relationship with the human, mm. right? It's and like it's being she, undermined. She is this cartoon almost right for him yeah this like you know actress right but and he has a relationship with her with like this character but not with like the human alice Mm. right and it's like the the humanity is lost in these cam shows right it's like yeah it's just this character and it's just this uh figure of sexual gratification right um uh anyway so i think i think that's uh that scene right um but it, it gets very creepy at one point because I think the creepiest part of this movie is when she realizes that baby is dead. Yeah. <laughs> and, and before she finds out that this is probably an AI, it's sort of, we're sort of meant to assume as viewers, like, oh, is this a ghost then? Is, right. Is this we're, a demonic spirit? We're thinking like, I, I would argue even <laughs> is this once a Valencia demon? <laughs> is it a Valencia demon? <laughs> Dude, imagine your sleep paralysis demon wears Balenciaga. <laughs> you wake up and it's in the uh, the show worn mud and ripped jeans. I was looking at those the other. Uh, yeah, that would be truly terrifying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I think honestly, if somebody made a compelling argument to me that like, yes, it was supernatural the whole time, I'd be like, yeah, that's that's possible. Right, right. Yeah, it, that's fair. Yeah, it wouldn't really make sense. I think the simplest explanation is that the platform like the people programming the platform have somehow made deep fakes to keep money being directed into the platform and to keep it going which she just creates it at the end she just goes right back on that platform right huh? which is insane <laughs> yeah i was gonna say wouldn't you maybe change platforms at that point yeah, man. <laughs> wouldn't you maybe go to uh i don't know whatever yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Also, have you heard of dead internet theory? Uh, no, I haven't. I, we're about to run out of time, so maybe we, should we say that let's for after the break? Back. Yeah, let's circle back to dead internet theory right after this. Hey, loyalists, are you tired of burning your mouth when you go in for a sip of a freshly boiled beverage? As a part-time podcaster, I don't have time to wait for drinks to cool. I'm not following a liquid schedule. They're following my schedule. Drinks wait for me to cool. And if you're like me, you need Rufy. Rufy is the first ever burn protection for the roof of your mouth. When you're ready to sip that tea that literally just finished boiling, just insert your Rufy mouth guard and drain that chamomile. It's that easy. This morning, I'm at a fresh French press of coffee. Now, I don't have anywhere to go this particular morning, but I still wanted to drink my cuppa right away. So I popped a Rufy, and I proceeded to sip. That's it. Just being candid, I got really sleepy after that, and I can't remember the next three to six hours. But when I came to, the top of my mouth felt great. 
no blisters or tenderness. So for one easy payment of $69 plus shipping, you can be the proud owner of a roofie. And for just an extra $6.09, get the tongue domer as well. Tongue domers are made from durable latex and are coated in a pleasant slippery coating that feels good in your mouth. Just open the package and slide your tongue inside the tongue domer to avoid burning your tongue on hot ass liquids. Don't wait. Get your roofies and tongue domers now. Don't wait for your drinks to cool like some kind of hobo. Get roofied today. We are back. We are back. Okay, so I was mentioning dead internet theory, which is regarded as a conspiracy theory. Look, the elites are, the Rothschilds are going to pay you to look the other way. Okay. No, so dead (laughs) internet theory is the idea that the internet actually has far fewer human users than you expect. And a lot of the content that you see and the engagement that you see on social media is from bots. Mm. Which, whoa, yeah, look, yeah, yeah. we've all seen the view counts of the Fighter and the Kid podcast. <laughs> I think there are very few humans watching this. <laughs> but no, I, I think it's, and I think this theory kind of came into effect or gained some popularity around 2015, 2016. But I do think it is a case where Social media platforms will often not crack down on bots simply because they want to report a higher number of users right, right. Uh, when it comes to valuations yeah. and everything. So it's like the more active your platform looks, the better. But honestly, Instagram has been driving me fucking insane recently. I get so much engagement from spam accounts that are like, my name is Anna from Germany. Click this link to see my wet pussy. Yeah. And it's like, I, I don't know. I had a mini mental breakdown the other night. I was like upset about other stuff. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Who the fuck is clicking this? And I kept like blocking and reporting all these like cam accounts that were liking <laughs> my Instagram stories. I'm like, this is bullshit. Yeah, I got so <laughs> mad about it for some reason. I don't want to see wet pussy right no, now. I'm, I'm not on the mood. I'm done. <laughs> I've seen enough. <laughs> Uh, i've seen things you people wouldn't believe (laughs) now all these wet pussies will be lost like tears and rain time to die dude i gotta admit dead internet theory i would say the name of it is much cooler than what it is implying i I think i was gonna say great name great name i think this should be a band name a punk band name i think it should be too dead internet theory is awesome yeah yeah um but yeah, I do think people who are not maybe super media literate will take at face value. Yeah. Um, I just have... like, oh, everything I see must come from a human user typing it into their keyboard. Yeah. And to that, I would say you would be surprised. <laughs> I have a theory. I have a I have a theory about Netflix. Dead Netflix theory. <laughs> There's been nothing human generated for five years now. I think one guy. There's one guy at the Netflix headquarters running everything. <laughs> Reed Hastings. Yeah, it's just Reed Hastings at the office. Yeah, he's still there. Joey King, E Lord, all AI, all deep fakes. <laughs> they don't actually exist. There's I'm, never been a never been a jacob alordi no no i don't think so <laughs> yeah i mean i'm not saying i i fully believe in dead internet theory no. but i i don't think like human users are in the minority of the content you see but i do think you know even algorithmically you have 
an endless amount of human users all racing to make the same type of content based on what they've seen almost almost to the effect where it's like what's different between a machine doing this and a ah, person doing this right? right it's like everybody's just trying to rip each other off right um, not only is it yeah ai making a lot of this content but the content that is being made is dead in the way that <laughs> yeah. like you know in terms of its i don't know like do we truly need another man on the street interview where it's yeah. like who's more likely to improve after a breakup men or women uh-huh. <laughs> and it's all the cuts of yeah. the most idiotic people you've ever seen right right the content is dead yeah right yeah yeah, yeah. unlike this this is the only real content <laughs> this is free girls a lot live yeah we're both real we're alive we're real <laughs> we're free free pod- no paywall <laughs> free podcasters live but, but if anyone does want to send us money <laughs> oh let's, yeah uh, let's talk off platform sure yeah let's take this off platform <laughs> we'll skype you in a bathtub like that's she does. like that's like one thing you're not supposed to do on grail that they're very explicit about like you're not supposed to go off platform oh okay okay because like grail wants to obviously take a cut Uh for facilitating that interaction right 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 don't worry nobody's tried to like seduce me off platform yet okay (laughs) dude people are trying to seduce me on facebook marketplace every day i shown you some of the thirst trap photos that i get on facebook marketplace (laughs) it's like it's a grid mixed between like bodysuits and then like master chief costumes that are disassembled into pieces yeah it's truly baffling it's weird it's weird <laughs> it's bizarre um okay yeah so oh what i was saying earlier though so yeah dead internet theory um mm-hmm. i think we were riffing off of that but when we yeah at one point we're sort of meant to assume like yeah are these valency demons that <laughs> are inhabiting these accounts right um and at one point uh baby and alice uh the ai or like the lola as she cams under so it's like alice 2.0 right. slash lola the doppelgangers are doing a collab uh and they're in alice's apartment yes and so alice is in her room and she's watching this live stream moving through the house or so we believe and it's creepy and they're like about to enter alice's room and lola slash alice 2.0 is saying like oh i've never showed you guys this room my room before and the real alice is freaking out going to the door being like don't come in yeah and then you see on screen alice and baby in the room so it's like yeah how is any of this happening and also this is not my thought as a comment i read online if we are to believe this stuff is ai assembled from all the previous data alice has put up how would they know perfectly what her room looks like right they've like 3d modeled i guess i, her I don't know apartment yeah that is yeah. that is a good question though yeah because they would have had to have seen all of these parts of the house right mm-hmm. yeah which i don't know maybe she's shown it before i don't know or are we to believe one step further that this ai like i don't know finds like planning documents that like the city would have for like <laughs> building this house or something right, yeah no right. it's uh, yeah who knows, who knows? <laughs> it's a bit ambiguous but it is a very creepy effective scene and Super i think creepy. you know so much of this movie is about straddling like Vibertrons. online identity <laughs> well Vibertrons. yeah i walked into that one uh, so much of it is like the interplay of online life leading to real life and then back and forth and it's kind of like 
yeah, what if there is this online version of you inhabiting seemingly these real spaces that you're also in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. What if the me on Grail started affecting my real life? Oh my gosh. And I will say for the listeners, I am about to set up my own Grail shop and I showed George the things I'm going to be selling. Like the craziest shit that I own, right? So twisted, man. Yeah. Very twisted. There's like a, a red, bright red jacket. A with denim like a, jacket. With like a spider web on, uh, on the back. From the brand Pleasures. It's yeah. been it's been carefully worn, as Grailed sellers like to say. Carefully worn? <laughs> Dude, everything is gently used. Everything's been carefully worn. <laughs> I, uh, I somehow didn't spill shafts on this jacket when I wore it to the Sticky Wicket a few times. You were careful. You were yeah, careful with careful. the shafts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, you shafted responsibly. <laughs> Debatably. <laughs> I don't know if you can consume a shaft responsibly. That's true. Do you, do you think many of our listeners know what that drink is? Uh, probably. It's in the past no. few years, yeah. it's had more spillover from the island to Vancouver. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you're, if you're looking to uh, have a wild night and watch some Netflix that you barely remember, you should drink a shaft. Just get one. Just <laughs> yeah, go to the just bar and one. ask for one. Roll the dice. Yeah. <laughs> see what happens. They, I think like Earl's and Cactus and those places, all the like big kind of fast casual chains uh they know what a shaft is at this point yeah yeah they won't laugh at you uh-huh well hopefully not yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, no promises <laughs> so basically the movie we should just say how it resolves so spoilers um alice basically ends up in this chat room with her doppelganger and she's offering very competitive tips and she's saying like, oh, let's go into a private chat right now. Let me pull you away from this. And we see that the doppelganger, when Alice goes on camera, whatever she's talking to doesn't seem to know what it looks like. Yeah. Because it would immediately be obvious if you were talking to your doppelganger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just kind of like flirting with her and saying this stuff. Um, and Alice basically gets on her saw shit and is like, let's play a game. Yeah. Let's let the people of the room decide, like, who's the better Alice. Yeah. And whoever wins uh, gets to tell the other one what to do. Yeah. And they go through kind of a couple iterations before Alice starts smashing her face on the table. Yeah. And uh, the doppelganger does this as well. And they're both like bleeding badly. Yeah. That Owen Wilson nose job. Yeah. And ultimately the people in the chat room side with Alice and say that she's the better version. Right. So they pick correctly. Essentially they pick the human over the, yeah. the AI. This is a bit of like a top gun for, you know, man versus machine. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was wondering, is there anything to be made of the fact that like the feed? Sorry. Glitches... Top, said top gun four. Top Gun 2. Top Gun 2. Maverick. Oh, or I thought you were going to say Top Gun 3, like the next one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Top Gun I, I 4 skipped is two. So... I skipped two. <laughs> <laughs> Top Gun 2, where it's like... Or you're doing like a Fibonacci sequence where every Top Gun doubles. <laughs> <laughs> Only prime numbers in the Top Gun franchise. Because um, it's like the automated planes versus the real pilots, right. right? So it's like... Did you ever watch the movie Stealth? Where the fighter yes. jet comes alive. I watched that with my mom in the theater that's when a, I was in grade five. Low-key a banger. I might have to revisit that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though it's very stupid. Yeah. The plane starts listening to, like, emo music. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Alice basically wins. She gets, like, the passcode from her 
doppelganger. She tricks her into giving her the passcode. Deletes the account. Everything's done. We have a very quick scene where Alice is talking to her mom. The mom's saying, like, you know, I kind of came around on what you do. I was watching it. You're really good. It's very vaporwave. Yeah. Um, And then at the end, Alice is in, like, the blue velvet liminal space (laughs) making a new account. And we see the timer going down, like, countdown until your first show. And then Alice is online again. Roll credits. Except now she's wearing a wig and she's concealing her identity identity well, a little bit more because she's not I'm using her real name right it. she's using like a fake id and stuff right she's using a fake id yeah as like mary i yeah. think it is so that you know her brother's friends will no yeah. longer be able to look her up and jerk that's her. man that's tough for the brother that is tough yeah. you you would not hear the end of that oh man <laughs> as that brother yeah dude <laughs> uh yeah it's, i still think it's weird she showed him that clip from the show it's for like, sure for sure i think you know, I'm all for family members being transparent with each other, but like there are rules in society. <laughs> what is this Game of Thrones? <laughs> Come on. It's weird that those kids were those Zoomers were on the chat roulette themselves, mm. right? Like they must have, I don't know. Yeah. Must have taken a while to stumble on that, well, right? Yeah. How would you even find that? That's kind of a needle in a haystack. She's number whatever, 52 rank. Uh, on this particular chat platform right. one of many right are we meant to believe that you know sometimes you see recordings of cam shows floating around like on the tube site yeah like Pornhub and whatnot yeah perhaps they stumbled across this right they were searching vaporwave on Pornhub. <laughs> this is what came up <laughs> yeah yeah um, i think it is very funny to search for a keyword that's like so nebulous yes like on Pornhub or also on Grail, there have been a few times where I've been very high and I've just searched like Japanese shorts. <laughs> <laughs> like just getting so, casting such a wide net. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Really throwing it all to the wind. Yeah. Because like, I think sites like Pornhub are very good at if you're searching for physical characteristics yeah. but if you're searching for thematic characteristics emotional character if you type in love <laughs> <laughs> you just get like a wellness check message <laughs> you find the gaspar no movie love <laughs> I- i'm sure you can find many scenes from that but yeah it's <laughs> if you search up acceptance from my father yeah <laughs> if you <laughs> um maybe this question is too personal and you don't have to answer it have you ever searched for anything on like a porn site that you just haven't been able to find like <laughs> just like a storyline or like a thematic element maybe you don't even have to say what it is my white whale you're your white whale <laughs> i searched up white you whale have your spear in hand <laughs> white whale is what i searched yeah i still can't find you it cranked off to brendan fraser in the whale yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> how fat is this guy's chode <laughs> i need to know <laughs> But have you though? Have you ever been uh, frustrated by the algorithm? Um, I mean, you know, yeah. Sometimes I get fairly. I don't know if I've ever been frustrated. I mean, okay, we're some, sometimes we're, I'm. Yeah, we're running a little long here. Well, I was gonna say we're so deep in the episode that I might. Okay, listeners, you might if t- you've ever found anything like this, message us at ourigiginalpod at gmail dot com. Yes, I was searching once for a video. I'm like, okay, so there are a million videos of like the male nerd gets to fuck the female cheerleader uh-huh, like the uh-huh. loser guy gets to fuck the cool girl yeah, i'm like yeah. i want the inverse i want like the cool jock being like this girl in my class is fucking weird but i'm still gonna have sex with her yeah 
Couldn't find it. Oh, Couldn't shit. find anything like that. I wanted that as like a storyline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a weird off-putting woman somehow manages to like have sex with the popular jock. And oh, I, I wanted that as a storyline. Damn, that's inclusive of you. I like that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I, I like you, that man. you were like this is progressive. Actually, good for you. But all be I could the change find, you want to see. All I could find was like loser nerd with glasses gets the head cheerleader and i'm like that is the opposite of what i'm trying to find search the change you want to see yeah yeah um, i don't know uh what was it again i i think i did have one i uh previous i've looked up before like girls watching porn like the category of like uh. girls watching porn mm. um and i forget i think i got too specific with the kind of porn they were watching mm. <laughs> at one point and i couldn't find it uh, okay <laughs> i wanted a girl watching a specific kind of porn right but you couldn't find anything that drill down no pun intended into that subcategory yes so yes much. whatever it was i forgot yeah. what it was but i was like i want a girl watching you're like i want a girl buying japanese shorts on grailed <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't find it grailed and nailed i want i wonder if grailed has ever been involved in porn you know like sometimes there'll be like somebody's watching like family guy on the tv yeah. and then like the stuff starts yeah yeah I I wonder if anybody has been like, I'm a Valency demon, and then their girlfriend <laughs> walks in. No, because they wouldn't have the girlfriend. Like it's like it's the porn where the guy's playing the video game yeah, and yeah. the girl is trying to suck and him off. Like, the guy's oh, just so on grail. The guy's on grail. The guy's like, I'm bidding on Rick right now. What are you doing? <laughs> Step says, I'm bidding on Rick. <laughs> Dude, this is what I need to film at SFU with no filming permit. Oh, for sure. Hell yeah. You need to get kicked off campus for yeah. filming this. In the avocado. And you have to call it Citizen Brain. <laughs> Citizen Brain. <laughs> <laughs> rosebud was the, the clit <laughs> all right we've uh so at the end of the movie yeah did you feel like this was kind of almost a bit hastily wrapped up i felt like it was, it was a, a bit quick. of an anti-climax i feel like the stakes could have been even higher where like maybe this ai slash doppelganger slash demon question mark mm. is like beginning to interact with people she knows in real life yeah they could have gone a little further for sure raised yeah i think you're right they, they could have raised the stakes a bit more and i think the way that she i don't know outsmarts this valencia demon was <laughs> yeah i don't know something about it did feel a little bit anticlimactic of like yeah. oh she just deleted her account like i don't know yeah something about it did feel a little bit rushed or yeah mm -hmm. could have been a bit more I don't know. Yeah, could have been a bit more lead up to it or something or a bit more dramatic. Yeah. yeah. And do you think that this is meant to be like some sort of very sophisticated deep fake that is being used for profit purposes? Uh, yeah, I think so. That's like the simplest explanation. I think right? so. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if the director who did this has now seen all the voice deep fakes of Biden and Trump <laughs> and Obama like playing Rocket League or Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a really a really funny one with uh, Sleepy Joe and yeah. Trump talking about like grailed and just like That's ordering sick. reps and stuff. A friend sent this to me, and I'm like, God, the fact that I understand this means I need to like log off and start a family. Right, right, right it was right, very right. funny. That's good. That's good. They should do a Biden Rogan interview. 
is what they should. Oh, I'm sure that's been done. That must be done. Yeah. They they've done one with Rogan talking to Ben Shapiro, where yeah. Rogan is obsessed with. Did you know Tame Paul is just one guy? <laughs> and he's like, let me show you this song. You wouldn't think it's just one guy, would you? <laughs> and Ben's like, what are we talking about? Dude, Gorillas is also just one guy. Wait, yeah, Damon, Damon Al- Albarn, yeah. Alburn, Alburn. Yeah. yeah, I forget that Gorillas is just one guy. It's just one guy, man, because yeah. it's four cartoon guys. Do you think there's ever been a fake Gorillas in person, real <laughs> Gorillas, to make money? <laughs> Has Damon ever been logged out of his gorillas? <laughs> gorillas account. account? <laughs> gorillas.eu. It's like you are already logged in. Gorillas.blogspot.eu. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Um, so we don't have any more thoughts about this movie. I would say it's a, it's a chill in my books. Oh, dude, big chill. Yeah, I, I give I, this I uh, very cool. four out of uh, five stars. I give it three and a half. Yeah, we were, we were close. Like... We were close. I think I may, yeah, I may reassess to a three and a half if if I had to. Oh, you're gonna cave? I may cave. Damn, I may, dude. I may Nick cave. <laughs> I felt a four though. Four felt <laughs> right. A, call me a bad seed because I'm gonna <laughs> Nick cave. <laughs> I think if I rewatch this movie, I, I may, I may Nick cave to a three and a half. Yeah, yeah. it's. I do like horror movies where it's like it's kind of unexplained, but I do feel like the ending was wrapped up a bit too quick and yeah. the stakes could have been a bit higher. Yes. It it felt just like a nice, competent, like short story almost. Yeah. You know what I mean? To me, it's like a great idea. It's yeah. like a very original idea. Yeah. Of like and I like the sort of uh, bait and switch of like, is this supernatural? Is this a Valency yeah. demon? And it's like, oh, it's all, it's AI, which, yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah. it, I've never, it's never really been done before like have that. Have you, have you ever seen the movie from the early 2000s, fear.com? Oh, no, I where haven't. it's like, what if a website that. was evil? Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. so it's very <laughs> dumb in parts, yeah. but there are parts of it where it's like, okay, this is cool. Fear.com is such a funny, like, it's so on the nose too. Like, it, it's I, a very like of its time type title. I remember like the first like porn website I visited was like porn.com or something. Damn. The original. Like the guy from Hot Girls Wanted wearing like the porn branded yeah. hat. It's just porn.com. Yeah. I wonder if that guy's father has accepted him in right. the time since. Yeah. I'm going to reckon no. <laughs> right in if you're and listening. Like, didn't you have a girlfriend who was like a decently well-known porn star? I don't know yes. if they're still together. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like when you're a porn star, that I would also guess no. <laughs> uh, no, but I feel like that does probably limit your dating pool a bit. Whereas in an industry where it's like you're gonna stick to your own industry generally. Yeah, 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 yeah. Seems like it. Yeah. Um. I see. I have to find like a female podcaster to date now. That would be pretty cool. Ooh. I a collab, yeah. if you will. Yeah. There's an idea for me. Do you think? there are any male cam boys are there cam oh boys? definitely yeah there are well presumably watched by other men right, mostly right, right. but right yeah i mean i think i've heard that you know all of the guys making a lot of money on OnlyFans, it's like catering to a gay male right. fan base right, right right yeah i i would say so interesting yeah yeah <laughs> are we gonna write cam to the boy <laughs> version <laughs> Everything is the exact same. <laughs> um, do we have, what time are we at? Yeah, uh, we have seven minutes before. Uh, yeah. 
Okay, let me run through my other media. Yeah, yeah I yeah. want to recommend the show The Morning Show on Apple Plus. Mm. Uh, I hadn't heard of this, maybe because it's on Apple Plus and not like Netflix or Prime or something. Super good. Uh, Reese Witherspoon, Jennifer Aniston, who I don't know if I like that much as an actress, but I do like her a lot in this. Yeah. And then Steve Carell. Um, it's awesome. It's about a very popular morning news show on TV. The first episode begins with Steve Carell's character, who is like a longtime anchor for the show with Jennifer Aniston. He's been fired for sexual misconduct and there's this whole investigation. Reese Witherspoon comes in to like replace him. And there's a lot of like drama and mm. infighting within the network. Um, I would never work in live news. I don't want my phone ringing at 3.30 in the morning and it's like time to get up for work. Right, right, right. Uh, but I... Yeah, I do think it's really good at showing a job where it's like, that must be super fucking stressful. Um, Imagine your phone ringing at the time when our podcast is supposed to come out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah literally. <laughs> on, the only, on Tuesdays. The only thing I want to see on Tuesday at 3 a.m. is a notification from the podcast app. That there's a new episode <laughs> of your podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, a, I'm a subscriber. So this is how many seasons of the show are there? Uh, there have been two so far. Yeah. I think John Hamm is joining the cast in the third season. Oh, cool. So yeah, it's an ongoing show. My parents recommended it to me. It's fantastic. I'm done season one and a couple episodes into season two. And you say this is like a comedy show or it's drama. Well, there the are funny moments, yeah. uh, but it's it's drama. Oh, interesting. Uh, Mark Duplass. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's it's a great cast. Yeah, I like Mark Duplass. Nice. Uh, Will Arnett has just showed up as oh. a character. Nice. Uh, Billy Crudup, uh, he plays a pretty wild character. Oh. So yeah, in terms of shows, that would be my recommendation. Yeah. Um, in terms of movies, actually today I just watched Talk Radio, which right. I was telling you about. Shouts out to my buddy Derek for the recommendation. Talk Radio is set in the late 80s, directed by Oliver Stone, starring Eric Bogosian, who I believe wrote the source material, the play, mm. and then he starred in the movie. Uh, and it's like, dark fraser so it's like this guy who is uh venom fraser <laughs> yeah truly <laughs> wild fraser he hosts a call-in radio show at night night talk which is the most popular show in dallas um and he deals with a lot of like freaks and lowlifes and he's very combative and rude to people on air but it's like a lot of people also call in just wanting to get abused and it's very claustrophobic. Most of it is set in the radio station over the course of a few days. In fact, I feel like my main uh, criticism of the movie is I spend too long on a flashback sequence outside the radio station showing like how he met his now ex-wife mm. and everything. And it's like, trust me, I know that this guy's relationship was not going to work. Like, <laughs> I, I get it. I don't need to see the flashback. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Um, but yeah, I... I, I guess between that and all the Frasier I've been watching, I'm very fascinated by like the talk radio, like the volatile volatile nature of like we don't know what's gonna happen. People are gonna call in. They might be insane. Right. They might be chill. Yeah. We might have a meltdown on air. Whereas this, you know, we snip out all the meltdowns. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I do think not that we would ever do this, but it would be interesting to get like live calls. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. maybe pre-recorded calls would be easier. Right, and we could bet them. That would be cool. But yeah, just the energy of like it's all live. There's very little safety net. Yeah. Um. But yeah, free talk, free girls live. And truly, talk radio is definitely a recommendation. <laughs> what if we suicide on the pod? <laughs> what if we fake I mean, suicide on the pod? 
Yeah, fake. That's been my plan since day one. Um, <laughs> yeah, so talk radio is my recommendation for movies. That sounds good, dude. Crazier. That sounds good. Um. Oh, and then my other recommendation, not really media per se. Okay. But have you had this chicken Big Mac at McDonald's? <laughs> dude, I was just going to say, I saw an ad driving on the way here with that said, finally oh it's chicken so, big mac it's so it's good like, I've had like what do you mean finally i've had like three of them this week it's so good it does look good though it's so fire um yeah so <laughs> eat a chicken big mac as you watch talk radio and just descend into chaos i should also say the safty brothers cited it as an influence for uncut gems which the chicken big mac no no, no. <laughs> They're like, we just knew there would be chicken Big Mac. <laughs> no, talk radio. And you can really see kind of like the action building to a boil, mm. um, kind of the style. Cool. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think that's that's everything for me. What about you? Um, I uh, was telling you I bought tickets to see, uh, as my friend Jao Kai calls them, NPR core, sad girl, indie group, uh, super group, uh, boy genius. Uh, <laughs> yeah i can confirm they are npr core <laughs> i showed you a song before the pod started and you're like yeah this is fucking uh what do you call it this is making me too sad man like completely taking you out of the podcast george is, george is like yeah i just listened to this for 90 minutes on loop the other day i'm like well we'll give it one listen <laughs> while i was making my top 20 movies list <laughs> <laughs> damn you're like this is harsh in the vibe um yeah so uh uh, their new album recently came out and it was very good so i'd recommend that the boy genius called the record it's their album nice um and it's uh julie julian baker lucy dacus and phoebe bridgers is the super group and carly ray is opening for them so i'm very Hell excited yeah. about that um and then illuminati hotties are also in the mix in that concert Wait, <laughs> it, you didn't tell me about the illuminati hotties you might like illuminati Whoa. hotties yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're pretty good illuminati hotties yeah 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 they have a good aesthetic that's a great band name yeah fucking rules almost as good as dead internet theory <laughs> yeah nobody's take that from us <laughs> we're going to learn how to play instruments just to do that yeah yeah for sure, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> first you need a band name then you need to learn the instruments. yeah the the music thing is secondary yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. how hard can it be yeah yeah <laughs> um i think that's it though yeah. do we actually know what movie we're doing next week i don't think we decided mm, is it gonna be the rom-com is it gonna be the uh hold on real quick let me just pop open the document where i wrote down everything we're doing for the season okay um we still have a minute or two right uh 10 seconds <laughs> and the movie we're doing next week is citizen kane all right no hold on let's just stop and hold on and we are back sorry folks uh the movie so the movie that we're doing next week is your place or mine so tune in for that yes we're trying to be a little more contemporary so we're in this calendar year with your place or mine yeah and listen to it in your place or mine you can come well, over and listen nobody's with me. invited over to my place <laughs> to, uh, <laughs> to watch or listen to it but yeah that's your homework guys go and watch your place or mine i definitely have some thoughts based on it nice. i've seen it george hasn't yeah um yeah. and then i think the following week uh we are going to do a horror movie for the first time or i guess cam's arguably horror 
we're going to do there's someone inside your house nice yeah your, your place, place or mine, or mine? <laughs> there's someone inside your house okay come to my place <laughs> what if we just tried to make like a short story through the titles oh shit of everything we picked that would be good that would be good yeah that's also a lot more effort than we're prepared to put in i think so <laughs> all right guys we are going to wrap it up it's getting late have a good one bye bye oh.